right after Jesus teaches on the Lord's Prayer, he then says that men and women who don't forgive will not be forgiven by the Father. And I think this is very challenging for us for a bunch of reasons, but one of them is, what is forgiveness at heart? As I was re-listening to my sermon, wondering if it was clear, I had this wonderful discussion with an 18-year-old who is very, 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 very smart after my sermon, and we kind of came to an impasse because he was saying he thought I could say it differently, and preachers don't like to say things differently, but I was listening to the sermon again, wondering if it was clear, and thinking about his very good suggestions and questions, and I was like, what is it? Is it a choice? Is it a disposition? Is it a grace directly from the Holy Spirit? Is it something I need to understand better? Does it have to be done in conjunction with relationship? And those of you that are students of philosophy, or perhaps you've listened to me make points before, you'll know that I think the answer is yes. It is all of those things. Though I think we have to be very, very careful and approach wisely how much it overlaps with relationship. But the point is, it's all of those things. The reason Jesus uses such a pushy language is because we desperately need to already forgive people before they ask. We desperately need to know that we're forgiven, and people that actually know they're forgiven, that actually know that the wrath of God came down on Jesus, and therefore does not have to come down on us, and never will. Those people inevitably forgive But it is also a choice, which is why it's so good to wrestle through good definitions. And my definition is release from our role in their punishment, though they might need to be punished by the police or the church or whoever. It's absorbing the pain, and I want to nuance that, but I'm not going to, and here's why. We have to absorb it because the alternative I'm not saying all of it. I'm not saying legitimize the pain. I'm not saying that it doesn't, it's, it, it's not a process. But I'm using that word specifically because I believe the alternative is to hit back or to choose a life of cold efficiency of some measure. But again, the point is we forgive as a disposition. We forgive because we are forgiven, and we absolutely make the choice to forgive. I can think of a very rough season of life a number of years ago where any time I saw a person, it was like deadlifting. Have you ever deadlifted? That's where you essentially pick up, I mean, I can't believe we do this as humans. You essentially pick up as much weight as you can attached to a huge barbell, and it's a, a full body workout. There's a lot of core strength and back. That's why I don't do it, right? It felt like doing spiritual deadlifting to continue to forgive this person, to long for their good, to not desire their ruin, to release them, to release myself from any role in their punishment. Found like forgiveness. Another example is love, right? Love's a feeling, love's a choice. It's yes and more than that. Never less, but more. Forgiveness is the same thing. It is a disposition. It is a choice. It is inevitable for one that knows that they're forgiven by the Father. It is what our new heart of flesh does. And it's a decision we make for some of us on an almost hourly basis to forgive. Once again, that's releasing ourselves of any role in in causing pain for pain. 
It's absorbing rather than hitting back. It's longing for their good. It's choosing to not long for their ruin. That is something that Christians do as quickly as humanly they can by the power and grace of the Holy Spirit. It is a disposition. It is a choice. It is inevitable for one that knows they're forgiven. It is all those things because it is Jesus teaching it. Therefore, it transcends our often small categories.